Good morning, friends. Today is Monday, the 29th of November, 2021. Our readings for this morning are Psalms 1, 2, and 3, Amos 2, 6 through 16, 2 Peter 1, 1 through 11, and the Gospel of Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. I should note that this is the beginning of the new year according to the church calendar, (laughs) so to speak. So we are now using daily office year two. If you look up the readings at the back of your book of common prayer. This morning, before we start our usual morning prayer, I am going to light the first candle of the Advent wreath. Um, and I will use the prayer used yesterday at the Washington National Cathedral. Um, if you go online to their website, you can find the liturgy for the Holy Eucharist first Sunday of Advent, which was yesterday, November 28th, the National Cathedral, and um, beginning at the top of page 2. O faithful and loving God, we praise you for your tender compassion and give you thanks for your steadfast love for us and all creation. Bless us as we light the first candle of this wreath and see its light, that we may be strengthened by the hope of your advent among us and live toward the completion of all things in you. We ask this through Christ our Savior. Amen. Now beginning daily morning prayer right to on page 75 of the Book of Common Prayer. In the wilderness prepare the way of our Savior. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, We confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, and ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God and Savior now draws near. O come, let us worship. 
come. Let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Our God and Savior now draws near. O come, let us worship. Psalm 1. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is in the law of God, and on God's law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the way of the righteous. For God watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Psalm 2. Why do the nations conspire? and the peoples plot in vain. The rulers of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against God and God's anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds bonds asunder and cast their cords from us. The one who sits in the heavens laughs. God has them in derision. Then God will speak to them in God's wrath and terrify them in God's fury, saying, I have set my ruler on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree of God. God said to me, You are my child. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron, and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, O rulers, be wise. Be warned, O sovereigns of the earth. Serve God with fear, and with trembling kiss God's feet, or God will be angry, and you will perish in the way, for God's wrath is quickly kindled. Happy are all who take refuge in God. Psalm 3 O God, how many are my foes! Many are rising against me. Many are saying to me, There is no help for you in God. But you, God, are a shield around me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cry aloud to God, and God answers me from God's holy hill. I lie down and sleep. I wake again, for God sustains me. I am not afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Rise up, O God. Deliver me, O my God. For you strike all my enemies on the cheek, you break the teeth of the wicked. Deliverance belongs to God. May your blessing be on your people. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
A reading from Amos, chapter 2, verses 6 through 16. Thus says God, for three transgressions of Israel, and for four, I will not revoke the punishment. Because they sell the righteous for silver, and the needy for a pair of sandals, they who trample the head of the poor into the dust of the earth, and push the afflicted out of the way. Father and son go into the same girl, so that my holy name is profaned. They lay themselves down beside every altar on garments taken in pledge, and in the house of their God they drink wine bought with fines they imposed. Yet I destroy the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of cedars, and who was as strong as oaks. I destroyed his fruit above and his roots beneath. Also I brought you up out of the land of Egypt and led you forty years in the wilderness to possess the land of the Amorite. And I raised up some of your children to be prophets and some of your youths to be Nazarites. Is it not indeed so, O people of Israel, says God? But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets, saying, You shall not prophesy. So I will press you down in your place, just as a cart presses down when it is full of sheaves. Flight shall perish from the swift, and the strong shall not retain their strength, nor shall the mighty save their lives. Those who handle the bow shall not stand. Those who are swift of foot shall not save themselves. Nor shall those who ride horses save their lives. And those who are stout of heart among the mighty shall flee away naked in that day, says God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle D, A Song of the Wilderness The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. They shall see the glory of God, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weary hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to the anxious, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God, coming with judgment to save you. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, and the ears of the deaf be unstopped. Then shall the, flame, then shall the lame leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The ransomed of God shall return with singing, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Joy and gladness shall be theirs, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The Second Letter of Peter, Chapter 1, Verses 1-11 through 11. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith as precious as ours through the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be yours in abundance in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Savior. Jesus' divine power has given us everything needed for life and godliness through the knowledge of the one who called us by their own glory and goodness. Thus, Jesus has given us through these things Christ's own precious and very great promises, so that through them you may escape from the corruption that is in the world because of lust and may become participants of the divine nature. For this very reason, 
you must make every effort to support your faith with goodness, and goodness with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with endurance, and endurance with godliness, and godliness with mutual affection, and mutual affection with love. For if these things are yours and are increasing among you, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Savior Jesus Christ. For anyone who lacks these things is short-sighted and blind and is forgetful of the cleansing of past sins. Therefore, siblings, be all the more eager to confirm your call and election. For if you do this, you will never stumble. For in this way, entry into the eternal dominion of our sovereign and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be richly provided for you. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle P, A Song of the Spirit Behold, I am coming soon, says God, and bringing my reward with me, to give to everyone according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who do God's commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city through the gates. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to you with this testimony for all the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. I am the bright morning star. Come, say the Spirit and the bride. Come, let each hearer reply. Come forward, you who are thirsty. Let those who desire take the water of life as a gift. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 21 verses 1 through 11. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them. And they will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your sovereign is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of Jesus and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The Gospel of Jesus Christ Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit, 
who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Suffrages Set A, on the bottom of page 97. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. This week we will use the Collect from the first Sunday of Advent. It's found on page 2011, so all through this week, this being the first week of Advent, we will use this Collect. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life in which your incarnate Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when Christ shall come again in their glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through the one who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As our prayer for mission, the prayer attributed to St. Francis, page 833. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Now is the time when I usually share a few thoughts on our readings from the day. And I guess today what I want to talk about is prophets and signs. Um, our first psalm, which is the first psalm <laughs> in the Bible, in the Bible as we read it today anyway, um, talks about the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. And I think discernment is the, the underlying question that we all seek in our faith in our faith lives you know discerning the way of God um, where to go 
and what to follow, um, whether it's a daily decision or, you know, an ongoing quest for faith, I guess maybe is is a good way of saying that. And I think this is the, the point of, of prophecy, of guidance, and in our modern lives, words of wisdom, teachings, you know, books we read and songs we listen to, all the input that we receive. And over and over in our Hebrew scriptures, and again today, we hear reminders of what God has done for us and what God will do for us. Sometimes, often, it's not easy following God. Um, and not just when the way is clear, but the way is difficult, but also when the way is unclear. And this time of Advent, it is a time of reflection and special observation as we await in this liturgical season the coming of Christ. It really is a time to counterculturally, as was mentioned during the service of um, Lessons in Carols, um, last evening at the Washington National Cathedral, it is rather countercultural. You know, this is a time of frenetic busyness in, in most of our modern culture. But liturgically, this is an invitation to slow down. Um, it is a time in, in many faith traditions of, of fasting and anticipation and special observance. And so I think it's apropos that we look to scripture, look to the prophets for, for signs, you know, whether those are reminders of what God has done and how God has led us in the past, you know, just little bits of encouragement or as in, um, our gospel reading today, you know, signs that we are we are on the on the right path because it echoes what we know of scripture um often we will find in our gospel and new testament readings references to the fulfilling of prophecies and i think i think that's one of the points of prophecy is to provide us these signposts these these bits of recognition so that we are 
yes, as I said earlier, encouraged and also that we kind of know we're going the right direction. And I think it's so lovely that in our, um, our reading from Peter's second letter today, Peter kind of gives um, signposts too. Peter is saying, when Peter says in verse 5, for this very reason you must make every effort to support your faith with goodness and goodness with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with endurance and endurance with godliness and godliness with mutual affection and mutual affection with love. For if these things are yours are increasing among you. And so I think it's lovely how each builds on the other faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, and they culminate with love. And I think that's a wonderful reminder that if we're on the right path, the path leads to love. And when we look at these guideposts in our, in our lives, are we increasing? Are we increasing at love? So I think here in this season, this is, this is one of those waypoints. You know, we've talked a lot about threshold moments and the changing of seasons is definitely um, one type of threshold. So we are here transitioning from fall to winter, transitioning into the season of Advent. And it's a good time to stop and reflect and be encouraged that even as our path goes through darkness, even as we struggle, even as we fall and fail, we are increasing in love. We are continuing to move forward. And it's a wonderful check too. And it kind of mentions this in, in Amos where God is talking about those who are not going in the right way. They sell the righteous for silver. This is from um, the latter part of verse 6 onward. And the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample, trample the head of the poor into the dust of the earth and push the afflicted out of the way. If, if, we, are, if we have diverged from the path of love, these are signs that can show us we're on the wrong path. Are we bringing others along with us? Are we sharing love? Or are we, are we pushing people out of the way? Are we trampling on other people? That's, that's a sign that we're not going in the right direction. And that's definitely another countercultural bit so we are taught that we must take care of ourselves, that no one else is going to take care of us, that if we don't put ourselves first, then we will, we will fail at life. We will not get the promotion or the accolade or the success. Um, but the way, the way of love, Jesus's way is different than that. Jesus's way lifts others and takes them along. Sometimes we are the others lifted and taken along. But it is, it is a movement both individually and communally toward love, consolation, uplifting. 
And so I invite us in this time of Advent to pause and reflect, to recite ourselves on Christ. And if we have strayed from the path of love, to be gently drawn back. And I think we'll find that when we draw back onto the path of love, we are further along for having learned the lesson. This is not a time for beating ourselves up. For speaking unkindly to ourselves where we have fallen short. It is a time for receiving God's love and learning. So even as we walk through this season, may we be comforted, may we be loved, may we abide in love and share love. Amen. Let us now in silence Lift up, circle in love, and hold in the light those whom the Spirit has placed upon our hearts for prayer. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you in the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. 
Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. God's blessing be with you. Christ's peace be with you. The Spirit's outpouring be with you, now and always. Amen.